Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast, the hottest podcast in your listening podcast area, wherever you get that from. I mean that we're we're just hot. It's fucking hot outside. So, uh, (laughs) but uh, uh, we've got a hot one for you today. And with me, as always, my hot co-host, Mr. Adam Beebe. Adam, how are you, man? Hey, I am uh, I'm doing well. Uh, thank you for the lovely compliments. I uh, you're I assume you're talking about my uh, relative attractiveness and not so much my uh, temperate climb that I'm surrounded in. Oh no, I am absolutely but, uh, speaking of your beautiful, uh, beautiful body, mind, spirit. You know, one of the things I have to say, friend of mine, for all my life, one of the reasons I loved love you is that you lie to my face, and I still believe it. <laughs> oh, but I mean it. But I mean it, man. I mean it. Uh, I have to say this. Uh, I want to mention, as we're recording this, um, my son, uh, ha- so we're celebrating his 20th birthday, Liam Johnston. He's 20 wow. years old. Can you believe that? That is wild. My nephew, my brother's oldest boy, was 21 yesterday. Wow. So it's yeah. crazy. Isn't that just... It makes it it makes you feel old. I mean, yeah, the kids yeah. the kids are a constant reminder. You know, yeah. they're a, they're a they're a marker in time. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, we um, we've had a good we had a good Father's Day last weekend. My uh, my niece is in town, so we all went out had uh, a, a early lunch for Father's Day. And then we had dinner last night for my son's birthday. So I feel like we've put a lot of family time in here the last couple of days. And that's, you know, the older I get, the the more I really appreciate those times when we were able to get together and laugh. And uh, often at the expense of my father, which yes. uh, he's, he's, he's always game for. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, things are going good here. And how are things over in your area, man? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. I, um, I guess I can't. I mean, I, I sort of officially can now. It's not completely officially announced, but I'm going to be. It appears. Uh, it looks like uh, I, but haven't inked the lines yet. But I'm uh, going to be teaching a uh, a course at University of Cincinnati. And it's going to be a comic book and graphic literature sequential art. That's amazing. That's awesome, man. What what a perfect perfect thing for you to to be involved in. I mean It's it's one of those things where it is in many ways it's a dream come true. Yeah. Um it's you know, combining my passions for art and for uh, comic books and the art of comic books. Yes. And the art of storytelling with sequ- sequential art. 
And uh, yeah, so I'm uh, entering the collegiate uh, academic ivory tower world as an uh, adjunct. And uh, hopefully, you know, this will be the start of uh, many things. Absolutely. Many good things. Yeah, we'll see I, the, what happens. But, yeah, there, yeah. There, there couldn't be a, a better person for it. I mean, you are an absolute scholar when it comes to that realm. Your whole life, you have mm. been training for that. I mean, it's... Yeah. It really... I mean, I don't know anyone who knows more about comic book world in its whole entirety and I'm talking about from writers to uh to the uh to the to the uh to the artists storylines everything um it's it's just great and it's a, what a, what an opportunity and I couldn't be happier for you man I'm so excited for you thanks dude I'm I'm really excited about it too so good man just uh, wanted to share that little uh Jim, uh, to once again remind people that I don't always have people get it hitting running me and <laughs> terrible <laughs> things and all like that. Yeah, that's uh, those are uh, those are rough those, those are rough yeah. times. Those are rough times. But, but hey, we know, sh- we share those things sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we all, it's that's just part of the human condition, man. Right? Is you go through, you have your your ups and downs, your highs and lows. Yep. And uh, you've got all of those experiences. And today friend of mine barry we are our guest is uh we have two guests uh crispy and zach from the super dad bros podcast yeah we're so excited that we had them on and uh can't wait to get to their stories yeah so dudes thank you for joining us what's your weird story oh man so i have successfully forced gumped my way through life um (laughs) growing up in the middle of nowhere uh and talking with adam to lead up into this i i think my weirdest story is the time that we lived in a very haunted neighborhood in maryland oh wow um it was when i was stationed in the navy um i was stationed at fort meade and just outside of there is a town called Savage, and they're known for uh, a very old graveyard, and that's actually around the center of the town. Mm. So these graves, uh, they go back all the way to the Revolutionary War. So it is hundreds of years old, and there's just basically graveyards built on graveyards with nice little uh townhouses directly adjacent to it so out of our backyard you could actually you know open our sliding glass door into the backyard and it was overlooking these these graveyards wow i kind of love that though yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah, you think you know you pay for that it's the extra right yeah yeah (laughs) but and so we we actually did, you know, we did our fair share of ghost hunting. Um, we went out there with a couple friends. We did try to do EVPs. And it, there were, you know, depending on your skepticism, I, we got results. Um, there were, you know, clear voices to us, um, lots of orbs, just constant orb. Whenever you take a picture, orbs in every picture. And wow. so building on this, um, my wife worked as a pharmacy tech and she would work the late shift at her store and she would always come back later. One night, um, we had a power outage shortly after she got home. She had walked in the door and 
noticed our dog, you know, said, hey, you know, started coming up the stairs. And at the top of our stairs, she noticed that our dog was at the top of the stairs. And so I'm in bed sleeping and she looks back down, sees our dog. It starts to shift towards her a little bit, runs up the stairs to our bedroom. And at that point, hysterical, rightfully so, hops into bed, woken at this point. And I go to unlock my phone. None of the electronics, uh, the lights are off. My phone's not responding. Her phone powers off. And it's what we notice is that it is just very calm, like Mm. still and cold. And we kind of huddle together and wait. Uh, It's us three in a a little bed, uh, my wife, me and our dog. And we just kind of wait. And it seemed like an eternity just waiting for it. And you could almost hear the nature sounds and the road noise, almost like someone was turning the volume back up. Wow. And it, it was it after that. It was a normal night. Uh, eventually, the power came back on, and that was probably the most aggressively spooky thing that had happened while we were there. But constantly, um, my wife would be taking showers and shampooing her hair or something, so she's not able to see it. And she'd notice that the water would start to get cold. And so, you know, okay, it's just a quirk of the house. Yeah. Right. Uh, one day, she was actually looking at our faucet, which was the kind where you turn it to get cold to hot. And she noticed it actually just went no. all the way from shower temperature. Oh it my. turned by itself off. It turned the water off. Oh my God. And so she just noped out of there, got her clothes, went out, didn't come back for the rest of the day. Holy wow. shit. And that, hap- that happened. That happened. <laughs> yeah. Whenever it, I watch movies, I'm like, Bro, get, it get says out. get out. And I'm like, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Betcha. That summer, because um, we didn't stay there too much longer after that. That that was uh, around the spring and then in, into summer. Um, we noticed that the the AC would never work. Um, so we'd have people from the the community uh, the rental community come in for their maintenance and they would check out the, the AC heat and say, everything is fine. And, you know, show us, you know, this is how you turn it on. We're like, okay, we'll play stupid. This is how you right. turn it on. This is how you set. And we would watch it work and it would cool the house down. And then certain times of the late afternoon going into the night, it would just stop and it would get so stifling hot inside the house, hotter than it would be outside when it was set Mm -hmm. to cool. And so it was three or four times. We actually used that as an excuse to break our lease Um, because you know, it's, it's maintenance issues and and whatever, but it would be set to cold working. And then the second there's outside person, um, in there to check. I mean, I'm sure we looked like idiots by this, you know, the third or fourth time, but it it would just like something was trying to like cook us in there. Mm. Uh, Trying it's all the weird. Yeah. All the weird. Yeah. Making me extra crispy. (laughs) But um, 
uh, also at the time, I guess to just kind of pile this on, uh, we had our dog that I mentioned earlier. Uh, she's a Sheba, but she's mixed with a Basenji. And so they're already both kind of barkless dogs. Does not bark. Yeah. Does not bark at all. Yeah. Uh, she makes like a, a, we call it a horrible barble where she kind of just grumbles at you. And we would also get complaints from our neighbors because their townhouse. So we shared, uh, we shared a wall. Um, we would get complaints through our, our, our apartment comp, you know, the, the management that our dog was screaming because they knew that we had a Sheba and we would get, we would get complaints that our dog was screaming and we're like, okay, this is whatever we put up. We put up some cameras, um, no dog noises. No, she's just in her kennel chilling out all day. Um, but we, we were also getting complaints throughout the day when none of us were home. Um, and even on one occasion that the dog wasn't there, but we were getting complaints that someone in our townhouse was screaming Wow! and everyone wow. assumed it was the Sheba because they make that screaming noise when they're mad. Yeah. And yeah, it was in very quick, it, it very quick succession. Uh, the, the shower things and then that, that occurrence where, you know, none of the electronics worked and it got yeah. super cold and, Damn. uh, yeah, yeah. So once the heat stuff appeared to really, you know, something really wanted us out of there, um, we used that as an excuse to get out of the lease and we got out of there. How long were you there for when, before you broke the lease? Uh, we were there, it was actually close to the end of it. So we were there for about a year. Okay. Wow. And yeah, it, it was, it started off small with like, you know, kind of goofy things where you don't really think about it. And then it, yeah, it just kept escalating and, until it, it, it was. That's why anytime you're living yeah. near a, a, a grave sites like that, it's some shit's a bound to go, yeah. you, you know, get weird. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you have any kind of sensitivity, it seems, yeah, you'll definitely be starting to pick up on some of that stuff, especially in old, old towns like that. Yeah. Where, you know, oh, you've yeah. got, who knows, you're probably on somebody's, you know, grave just being there. Yeah. You know, some unmarked yeah. grave. Oh, yeah. That somebody could, a pauper's grave or, or something. Yeah. If, if anybody wants to reach out, I mean, that's the, the paranormal is kind of a hallmark of the town. I don't think I'd be offending it, but it's, it was Savage, Maryland. Mm. Um, that's a great and, name for a town, by the way. Savage. I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely think that like energy and like just events that happen over time. Like I, I don't understand the inner workings obviously, but like, it can definitely leave like an impact on the land. Yeah. I would I, I, you have to imagine like if something really like think of it as a person, if something really traumatic happens to you, it sticks with you and that kind of becomes like a fundamental of your core as a person. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like you would almost think that has to happen with like land. It almost, it's like a stain, mm-hmm. like and a you, stain on it. And then you got that many bodies that are there, you know, it's like that much energy or whatever, that many impressions. Oh, yeah. We had a lady yeah, on, we, we had a lady on a long time ago, gosh, first year, I think. And she told a story about, um, she went to um, some civil um, civil war, um, you know, battlefields and stuff, <clears throat> and um, she could smell bacon cooking. Yeah, like 
like vividly smell bacon cooking and everybody in her party smelt it and yeah it was just a part of the deal yeah they were like the soldiers were cooking breakfast or something yeah that was that was in a house and um that had been occupied during the civil war and um she had they went to the battlefield and i guess it was part of the battlefield stuff but they also saw she also saw soldiers walking around the battlefield but she also had another um she got presented flowers by something yeah flowers in her home in her home in the middle of winter yeah fresh in in the middle of winter too fresh flowers yeah yeah and the guy, and they did DNA t- or uh, some sort of test on them. The FBI did, right? <clears throat> her, yeah, her husband was the FBI. Has. Memory fails about that conclusion, but it was fascinating. Yeah, I mean, were you a believer before you moved there? Like, did you have any thoughts on ghosts or anything like that? Not really. Um, I, I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I feel like I am kind of biased towards believing in it, but having not really ever experienced something like that before I, I had my doubts and then kind of like what we were joking about earlier where it's like, get, get out. And then being in a situation where it's like, I, I can't, I got to break this lease or, you know, God forbid, like you buy the house and it's like, I got a mortgage. Like, yeah, it, it's, this ghost going to pay rent. Dude, yeah. You. <laughs> so, you this me? yeah. <laughs> so why do you say, uh, you have a bias towards believing in ghosts? Oh, so I actually lived in a house that my parents believed were haunted okay. growing up. Okay. Um, I, I was way too young to experience it. And the big, the big event that my dad always tells about is it was later on in the day and the, the main hallmark of this house was that it's it had a very large foyer um and a set of wooden stairs that went up and then turned to the second floor and it was very beautiful ornate but they you know because of the age of the house they creaked like none other Mm. so if someone was walking up or down the stairs you could hear it yeah and so my dad was in the kitchen which was behind the stairs and I was in the den, which would be adjacent to that room. So it's a very small footprint for the house with the stairs being the main focal point. He heard my mom fall down the stairs. Mm. And he starts, you know, basically running to the stairs to see what's wrong. Passes me, you know, I'm, I'm going with him too. Um, and there's no one there and realizing, you know, he, he turns to look out the window and my mom's car's not there. She's not even home. So he heard someone fall down these two sets of stairs. And he said, he just, he just picked me up and left. And then (laughs) I I don't know if we, I, I'm assuming we came back later, but wow. Yeah. That was always like growing up. That was that was like, oh, yeah, we've lived in a haunted house before. And I, I was probably like four or five at the time. So I, I don't remember it. But sure. But you, it was a part of your having life. that. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. So man. I. Oh. 
I yeah, I accept that I, I could be. Plus, I kind of want to believe, right? right? I think that it, it's the truth is stranger than fiction. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it it I don't know. I, I think I'm biased towards it. What do yeah. you think about like? You ever just had an uneasy feeling? Like, say you're like home alone, or you're just oh, like, yeah. you feel like odd in the house. Yeah. Like, like, I've had experiences like that where it's just like, why do I? It's like almost when you gotta like turn the light off and run upstairs real quick, you know? Like, when yeah, you're like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, I wonder how, because I, I like to speculate on like different dimensions or alternate realities. Like, it's like when we've talked about uh, deja vu, like, what if that's like our other self and or we've lived this life before and we're doing it again. And that's why we're like, why does this feel strange? Yeah. So, you know, picking up on something. (laughs) Right. But it's just like, what if you're feeling that energy from some from another, you know, like somebody is there. You can't see them. And it's such a visceral feeling talking about, like, you know, when people say their blood runs cold or. Uh, like how I said, it, it was it was quiet. It was like an unnatural quiet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's it, you don't until you feel it or until you experience that or, so you know, you're ringing quiet. Yeah. Yeah. You get the yeah. you get the, the ringing. It, it's it's such an uncanny. It, it feels like a, a very visceral, but unnatural. Yeah. Action. Yeah. Oof. Have you had because I'm a very paranoid person as it is. I'm just like, oh, nope, don't trust. I'm Hold out. Up. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Have you had any uh, any experiences at the house that you currently live in? No, which is surprising. Um, it's we we have a, a hundred plus year old house now that was it was built by. Uh, one of the one of the major architects for the town and it's by all accounts it should be spooky um mm-hmm. just the way just the layout and it's old and i that i mean for the majority of our town i think a lot of the houses are either brand new or they're really old um nothing nothing here and it's so strange you know l- you kind of take that, that this is my home for granted, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, especially after, you know, having, having been through something like that, but nothing, nothing yet. And uh, knock on wood, we actually, uh, we actually were able to reach out to the daughter of the man who built our house. And she told us stories about them growing up and playing in it. We're actually in the, the room that we're in now is a separate apartment that we built. That was the carriage house. Okay. Which is like where they stored, you know, their, their, the horse drawn carriage back in the day. Wow. It's, this is going to sound strange and, 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 uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but, um, earlier when you were speaking, it looks like there was, uh, behind you, like some uh, mist or something that was kind of wafting up, and I didn't know if you were, uh, if you if you were maybe incense burning or if uh, or anything else burning. But okay, well then, yeah. So maybe that's the mist. But uh, it was very peculiar. He's got how, the vape. Yeah. <laughs> it was Zach Baggins in here. <laughs> no, no, hold on. It wasn't that vape. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> um, they're back. So you might have something there. I don't know. Um, I would be very surprised, particularly if I'm the one who saw it, because uh, I'm I'm notably uh, ghost blind uh, on our show. Uh, so if I saw something, you we, know, we'll go back and look at the footage. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> That's funny. That's great, man. What a w- wow. Have you had any other experiences outside of that, you know, the that's, one in New York? That's the main one. Gotcha. There was uh, – I'd say that's the main one. My wife has some uh, – she grew up in a house that was back in back in the, I'll say, Wild West cowboy days. Um, it was the home of a doctor who would treat his patients there. Oh, man. And then it later turned into a – a veterinary clinic who would treat their animals there. Um, I, I completely forgot about, I did see a ghost cat in their basement. Oh, wow. I cannot believe I forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. In their basement. I, I, I is back shoot probably nine, 10 years ago when we were still dating. Um, I, I went down to her basement to grab a pop out of the, out of the fridge in the basement and they've always had a bunch of animals and her mom's like Dr. Quinn medicine woman. She's got, I think she's got a litter of possums that she's helping, <laughs> helping rehabilitate. Um, and I, I was like, Oh man, you guys, you guys got a, uh, a new cat, like a, a white fluffy cat. And she's like, Nope. I know. I saw it at the bottom of the stairs. It like scurried around the corner and she's like, Nope, definitely do not have a white cat as I mean, it was clear as it was, you know, just, wasn't super remarkable, but I, you know, it, when you look at something like an animal on the floor, it's, you know, you know, you don't actively think about them, but sure. You know, your brain tells you like, Oh yeah, there's a, there's a yeah. fluffy white cat with, you know, gray speckles. And like, it, it was, it was a cat. But yeah, pose a question <laughs> to you, Chris. Uh, now like we're kind of in relation to the cat story where it's like, you've seen it like clear as day. Do you think we've ever been just out and about, like, you know, there's crowds of people sort of thing. Do you ever think any of those people weren't actually there? Oh, man. Like, one of them's like, there's, like, a ghost, and they're just walking around living life, and nobody, like, notices them but you? I don't I don't know, man. But I, I went down a, uh, there was a TikTok rabbit hole. I guess there's a new uh, text-based AI where you can put in any random string of text. So people are making these videos of, you know, Batman robbing a convenience store or trail cam footage of the Grinch. Those were the two I remember. Hmm. But there was one where it was you could you could ask it to remove things from images. And so people were asking it, remove the extra remove the extraterrestrials from this picture. And it would you know, with no other context other than the machine learning it has done from other photos, it would remove people from the pictures. And it would be the same people if you in, if you use the same input multiple times. Really? And so I went down like a rabbit hole for that. I, I wonder if there's like take take the take the ghosts out of this picture or, you know, <laughs> re out. And now I don't know what I'm going to do with my weekend. <laughs> um, have you looked up the, um, oh, what's the website? I think it's these people do not exist. Um, oh. Where the AI yes. is making uh, uh, photographs 
of like of people, and sometimes it doesn't quite get it right, and they turn into these weird looking monstery things. It's it's bizarre. Yeah, um, I, I, I I do remember hearing about that. It's pretty weird. They were uh, they're trying to use that for uh, like like digital avatars that you could use for uh, like stock footage without having to attribute yeah. it to like an actor or actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But ooh, I bet the Uncanny Valley stuff from that is. There's, a, I mean, like I said, there's a whole website of just some weirdness off of that. So you have to check that out. Every once in a while, you'll get, especially if it's a group shot, you'll get these weird things that are, you know, that are not how, right. How do you shuffle through? How do you shuffle through the pictures? Just, re- just like a, a refresh. Refresh image. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to. I haven't come across any yet, but um, when you see, man, it gets it's weird. It gets weird. And I saw a web comic on this, and that's how I was. Because uh, they take different p- portions of it, right? of a, Of a person's face, and then create a new oh, face, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had, and I went through, and I skipped through about twenty, um, and then I found one where it looks like there's like, le- or is it leaves, or maybe that's just like teeth coming out of the this woman's cheek, and there's something on her nose, like a leaf. It's just bizarre. It's just weird, and that's even a, a tame one, um, and you know us describing that. On a, a podcast, that's good podcasting right there. So. <laughs> oh, you got to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, like now, did you you? I've, correct me if I'm wrong, but you had some other stories that were not um, necessarily supernatural. Just some weird. Uh, your life has oh. been different than uh, other people kind of stories, if I do recall correctly. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I mean, they're mostly shenanigans from uh, one of my teams when I was in the Navy still. We, uh, I never, I wouldn't say trouble, but the way that my team was formed, we really didn't have strong direction, which means a lot of wiggle room to how we operate and, and how we have to conduct our if we're in a foreign location, you know, they're not as strict about be back here at this time and don't do this and do that. Um, it was really nice to be able to, I feel in, in retrospect, it was nice to be able to enjoy different cultures that way. Um, but without a lot of bureaucratic oversight, um, we did get into trouble and we didn't get the heads up on some cultural differences um, the, the biggest, the story that I love to tell is the time that I got detained by the Italian Carabinieri or like special police forces for suspected animal smuggling. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that was, um, was it a white cat? It, <laughs> it was, it was a big cat. So how do you say that's just a badger in my pants in Italian? I mean, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You gotta, it's, it's angry. It's angry, <laughs> but so part of part of when we would we would go on these uh, short deployments is that we had to take quite a bit of equipment. And these were 
laptops and just our general technology equipment um, because we were doing cybersecurity audits. And we would have to lug this equipment. And it just so happened that I drew the short end of the stick. So I was responsible for this ginormous Pelican case. Um, big enough that it, 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 you could feasibly fit a cello inside of it or a short, you know, orchestral bass just to give kind of the, the scale. Um, and so I'm lugging this through on our, we're in the Naples airport and we're already running late and there's a line. And so we're in this packed line and I'm here you know, very clearly standing out because I've got a short militaristic haircut. Um, I'm younger in shape and, you know, not, not exactly fitting in with the locals. And I've got this ginormous case and this, uh, this older lady and some relative of her are, you know, next to me in line and they're asking, you know, what's in the case. It, it, you know, they, they think it's a musical instrument because of the size and say, no, it's and me not knowing Italian. I said, no, it's a cat. uh, Meow, meow. And like I mentioned earlier, without the, the pretext of cultural norms, they, I guess Italians are a little bit more reverent towards cats, dogs, not so much any other animal other than, you know, saying that I'm, that I have a live, a live cat in this large case. probably wouldn't have been an issue (laughs) but immediately i got pulled out of line uh two of the other guys that i'm with got pulled out of line i was actually taken back by the italian carbonari um and just grilled for about like 45 minutes i i couldn't let them go into this so it was kind of like this (laughs) cat and mouse game (laughs) i didn't want to say that but it was you know saying you can't look in the case, but I can guarantee you it's not a live animal. <laughs> and <laughs> just go forward. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I got, I officially like in my, <laughs> in my military record, uh, I, I had to, I had it put down that I was detained by a foreign <laughs> police force. Wow. Did they not have like a scanner they could run it through? They, I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. Do what? Said they didn't have a cat scan. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. Oh. I have to end that moment of silence that nobody heard me the first time around. That's so. funny. <laughs> that um, man. So, what would have happened if they would have looked in the case? They would have found our equipment on, on the surface. It would just be on. Honestly, it was a rack mount server. Yeah, um, that we held our information in uh, from these cybers. It you know, not proprietary. I, I honestly I didn't do anything cool. It, it sounds a lot cooler on paper, um, but it, just the the fact that they they couldn't look at it, and I had sure. you know fancy NATO orders saying yeah, that man. They can't. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like if they if they were to 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 do something like that, would that have been they would our government would have had to step in, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would have missed my flight. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was listening. Uh, I was listening to it. No, go ahead. Were you like bound to like, like 
protect that case with your life, basically. Like, no, yeah. you cannot fucking. I'm gonna throw hands with you right now. You can't throw it. You can't. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, my buddy, my buddy actually got into a little bit of trouble about being aggressive and not like letting it go through certain scanners. He, he had a, he. I don't know why he was so hard about it he had the small case on another trip because i guess it would be like if they if they were to open it you can't the our government can't guarantee that it wasn't tampered. it wasn't t- yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. you had to hold it in your hand um mine I, I it looked like i was you know wheeling a coffin around you know the size of it yeah. so there's no I'm hiding just, it but, right yeah it's yeah <laughs> it's a tuba that's interesting but yeah wow yeah that's 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 wild I mean, I, yeah, it's just it's funny that it's it's up to you to make sure that nobody goes through it. You know, it's like uh, if they want to go through it, they they get to yeah, go through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it, I think there was a little bit more um, t- more to do with it. I think just because I was a younger guy, someone explicitly sure. told me, hey, don't don't let anybody open this or don't, you know, yeah. if they, if they ask too many questions, just say this yeah. and show them this paper. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure that that probably painted it, the whole situation as <laughs> crazier in my mind, but sure, man, I was listening to a story about a guy who was traveling. I think it was in Russia maybe. Um, and he had been keeping a diary and, um, he had, it was just his thoughts about some things and whatever. Um, and he got detained and, um, he had some like little hard drives that he had some stuff on. Um, and when he was questioned by the authorities, um, they tried to basically paint him to be like a spy. Even though he had nothing to do with it, anything, he was just like a traveler. Um, but they decided to put him in prison because they could use him as as a, a chess piece. You know what I mean to trade. Yeah, and that's just scary shit, dude. Like when you're in a foreign country. I was in Hungary one time, and I was just walking around, and I had a chain wallet. And I got grabbed by a security guard and he starts whisking me off somewhere. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you mm-hmm. doing? And he's yelling at me. I can't understand. I don't speak Hungarian. And he's screaming at me and he, and he points to my wallet. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I, it's just my wallet. You know, like yeah. I pull it out and stuff. But um, we figured it out. But fuck, I could have been, I could have been put in jail. And, and yeah. I would have had no... No recourse, you know, it's, it's, uh, and I mean, of course it, the Italians are sort of on our side, but it's not like that, but, um, you know, you never know. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. You are, uh, overseas and you get thrown in jail for something that, um, you know, wasn't necessarily wrong. Um, not smuggling cats or badgers or something. You always call try to, you know, the U S consulate, try to get a hold of the yeah. embassy there. Yes. And, uh, that's who you call, you know, yeah. cause you know, as much as your mama loves you, she's not going to be able to <laughs> yeah. do much. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Not, not everybody's got Liam Neeson coming to hunt them down, right. you know, <laughs> well, hell, even if you call the consulate. <laughs> yeah, they could, they could, don't they still have like, doesn't Russia still have like that WNBA 
Yes, yes, they do. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, they do, and they're gonna they they think they're gonna keep her for the same reasons they're gonna be able to trade her. She's gonna be a prisoner exchange. But wow. here's the thing: if you're in Russia, how about obey 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 the law? You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't Indeed. know what she did. She smoked but weed. Like, she smoked weed. Oh. They can't. I didn't know that they that was super serious over there. Oh fuck yeah, that. bro! You can't fucking yeah, smoke weed in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can join the mafia. <laughs> you can rob. You can join the mafia and rob rob your own class. <laughs> yep, yep. That's that's crazy. I, I don't know. That's, oh, man. that's wild to me. Like Russia seems like a place it'd be. I mean, post like a, like maybe a couple of years ago now, but like it'd yeah. be nice to like go to moscow and see everything but as an american i was there's not a chance in hell i'd go to russia <laughs> yeah no no yeah especially right now yeah. yeah yeah i feel like most people like would not be a fan like if you're like i'm american i don't know they're like well fucking of course you don't you right. yeah. shit. and that's the thing it's like it, it, that's the thing you got to appreciate the differences when you're in a different country it's like you're saying like if somebody doesn't tell you if you don't have somebody to catch you up on the cultural norms then you could be doing something and not even know about it. I mean, I was in Japan once yeah. and, and uh, I was talking to our translator and I said, you know, can you fill me in on like what's appropriate, what's not appropriate? And I was drinking a Coke in the lobby of a hotel room or of a hotel. And she goes, well, like she said, for instance, like what you're doing right now would be considered rude. And um, she's like, but, you know, my generation doesn't look at it like that. But she said, my mother's generation would be really offended that you're eating and drinking in public. It's just not something that you do. I was like, oh, shit. Well, okay. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't know it's that. Just, yeah. Just considered probably super informal or it's, something it's just, like that. It's, it's, ins- it's unsanitary. It's, um, mm. you'll notice that sometimes when, when um, sometimes Asian folks, like, they, they put their hands over their mouth, like, when they speak even sometimes, um, or when they chew or something like that. Um it's it's just part of their culture, you know. I mean, that's where we get the whole mask thing from, too. You know, they wear masks over there, and if they're sick or whatever. But yeah, it's just different, yeah. man. You know, and yeah. You, and you would, will, yeah, you wouldn't know. They, the, uh, I'm sorry. Go they, ahead. They wear masks, and they've done this for forever, but yeah. to prevent other people as a courtesy to the community to not spread their germs and not necessarily protect themselves from germs, but to not spread what they have. And that's the whole mindset behind the Asian mask wearing culture, where it's a thing that they're doing to, you know, help everyone in being selfless like that. So, yeah, it it's, it's, it's just the proximity you're you're generally in closer proximity right i've noticed a lot of people in 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 those in those areas and just and culturally it's a little bit more normal too um that was always a big deal we had we had uh folks going over even even to the mediterranean it's that that personal bubble Mm -hmm. it's like hey you you gotta you gotta get comfortable with people staying a little bit closer to you than you used to yeah that's for sure and yep. I think uh, mentioning Japan, like from what I hear, like it's a little bit more relaxed or I mean, I guess more accepting of like Americans in general or like outsiders, just like in like places like Tokyo and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, but if you like, get to rural, there's yeah, so many yeah, nerds that say. go to Tokyo oh, for <laughs> yeah. it depends. It, it does depend because. 
they're such a homogenous society that, like you're saying, you get into the rural areas and they do not like uh, people that look different. And I hate to bust anybody's bubble, no, but get, it's true. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. No guys in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had that a couple of times, and it was even with the people I was working with. I got that a couple of times, and but it's oh, okay. Wow. I understand. I understand. You know. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's what wild. Yeah, Dubai pe- has been like, because oh, technically they're under Sharia law, correct? Mm, I I don't know. But they're I, like, but they have so they're such a big commerce hub that they've had to like loosen. Oh, they, like, yeah, it, it's they they kind of because like they're so many, forced to be a melting pot just from the influx right. of a business. Because uh-huh, you have like there's so many Americans and like people from Europe and stuff like that yeah, over there. They're yeah. like they can't technically enforce things in like the strictest fashion yeah or they'll lose money <laughs> well, yeah it's yeah. kind of um yeah. i mean i've had friends that have gone over there and spent time in in, in in dubai and like it's kind of like they i mean you, there's it's still illegal to drink alcohol but yet there's alcohol served and yeah. underground underground bars and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, you know, there are like one of my, fr- one of my friends would tell me that there are these brothels out in the desert that are like just these amazing, huge things. And there's all these, um, women from all around the world that work there. And you, some of them might be there, you know, they may have been trafficked, but you know, uh, Oh yeah, you know, that's yeah. A, that that's a thing. Yeah, but what they what the, the locals who attend will go in there, and because of the the law or the cultural law in that area, um, is that they basically they can't have sex with a woman unless they're married to them, so uh, they'll get quote unquote married to one of the sex workers, and then divorced quote unquote after they're done so that everything is you know oh, kosher on, the, for, on the up and up oh, wow. <laughs> yeah apparently, apparently there's a thing with instagram models um i saw something uh, on this and it, it's it's a thing where like these beautiful women you know they post all this stuff and then these princes from like over there will offer them a ridiculous amount of money to come over and baby basically just like totally degrade them uh you know sexually um but but they get paid a a bunch of money for it it's yeah it gets weird it gets weird quick there was another story about a guy uh, speaking about alcohol over there like in saudi arabia or something that got caught at one of those um underground uh bars and they stuck him in jail and it's pretty gnarly they they uh you know beat the shit out of him for years and years and years but i can't remember the name of the, the movie but it's a documentary that they did on him but yeah just be careful that's all i'm saying if you go to another yeah. country <laughs> yeah the only place that's on my on my agenda in the near future is germany and oh, i think yeah. that'll to berlin i think will be you're, pretty oh Yo, you're pretty good dude pretty yeah. yeah yeah you're pretty good you can go down to the Reeperbahn see all the wild shit <laughs> we i do not know what that is it's a it's it's a the red light district oh okay yeah um, we were just like wanting to like 
go to like go bar hopping down there and just like have some just good german beer yeah dude yeah have but i was like i was just talking to chris the other day about like buying tickets because like you know for september and there it was like i think like 2300 bucks round trip including hotel stay and i was like that's a steep oh yeah like yeah but my wife is like, I told her, I was like, how would you like to do? Cause I can't just like spring it on her. Cause she does not like surprises. <laughs> She's like plan. We got to pack. We got to do all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. Like, how would you feel about doing this for our anniversary? Cause you know, with like COVID and everything like that, we've kind of has, it's been pretty yeah, lackluster. Sure. Like, sure. Sure. You know, something really nice. And I was like, I'll take on a part-time job or something. You know, we can, we'll do this. It'll be fun. But she was like, well, I can't get the time off work. So no, <laughs> it's like, oh, darn. damn. But well, we were talking about the time. Cause you guys, you guys, your anniversary, October. It's, it's very close to Oktoberfest too. Yeah. And so I was like, you look around when it gets closer to it. Cause the price is going to spike up and then just falls. All down quickly again. Barry just took a trip, and it was uh, quite expensive comparatively to. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. And there were people, uh, like yeah, flying out to uh, Tampa. But there are people from that were flying out from California that were paying a thousand bucks, man. A thousand bucks. When we were looking at prices like flights to Louisiana, like it was like the same price. Yeah, it was, like two grand. Yeah. I was like, yeah. How is this? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah it's like a. Or drive from where we're at. I've, or <laughs> I've yeah. never flown to like another state, or I've never been out of the country. Yeah. So um, I've never, and, and oddly enough, I haven't technically been to Canada because, like, I lived right across on the border. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, and I've never been there, and I'm like, I want to go to Canada. <laughs> where did you live? Where did you live in in Michigan? Detroit. In Detroit. Okay, great, man. Very good. I lived in Wisconsin for five years, so. Oh, nice. Those fucking winters, man, are brutal. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. is I found living in Michigan like like you get cold, wet winters, mm-hmm. but at least there's trees and lots True. of building. Yeah, out here they're not, no. so there's no wind breaks. You're True. just. Yeah, you got. We live basically in the same area because I I live I there's not many trees by me. I live in Northwest Oklahoma, so there's not a lot of trees. It's pretty flat, you know. Mm. And you get—I mean, this year's been wild with the wind, dude. It's been nothing but wind, really, like thirty that mile an hour cool. winds. Yeah, we've been fixing my fence left and right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like blowing over our yeah. privacy fence. Yeah. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts 
for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors okay well let's get to zach let's get some zach stories man i don't got any spooky ghost stories or nothing i think chris has had like a more wilder life ride (laughs) that's all good that's all good i don't have any clown or dick hats or anything If you're going to tell a story and that I think you're going to tell that I, I, this is nuts. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy, I guess, like depending on who you ask, I guess. But, um, as a teenager, you know, we're just, you know, Metro Detroit. So there's, if you know anything about that area, there's lots of, uh, it's been improving, but there's lots of, uh, abandoned buildings and just parts of the city that are the police don't even go to because it's just nobody fucking lives there. <laughs> Was it, wasn't yeah. there the, the riots in the 60s, right? Weren't there riots in the 60s that really did some damage there and kind of never did get come uh, built back? Yeah, that's like because the economy like took a turn because of that mm-hmm. in that area because originally when Detroit was, you know, it used to be a farming community yeah. and it... Uh, once it really started gaining popularity and people were moving there, like that's why a lot of the old houses there, um, you'll see like mansions mm. that people yeah. will live in. Cause, uh, it was a really high class area, like yeah. a really bustling growing city. Yeah. Um, and then you had like all the automakers coming in and people were, you know, making money, you know, back when people were getting good pensions and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but as people were coming in and then you were mixing, you know, people from different backgrounds and things like that, uh, everybody kind of started clashing and, yeah. you know, then the riots and yeah. And then slowly there was a decline in the economy, but, uh, and cause everybody started moving away. They so Mad Max world for a while, wasn't it? <laughs> it's been, uh, people from, cause property has been so cheap up there. People from like, Places like Washington or and Colorado hipsters, if you want to say that, yeah, have been yeah. moving in and kind of revitalizing the city, so it's good. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously, you have like the main area downtown, which is really nice because you have like you know all the museums and stuff, and of course it's hockey town. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big Red Wings fan. Yeah. So uh, I'm a little sad this year. <laughs> <laughs> Do they still have uh, the Devil's Night? Um, is that yeah. still that's there? What's, yeah, that what's was that? like I remember that as a, a kid. Devil's Night is uh, the night before Halloween, where everybody goes out and gets crazy and. No trick or treating. There's just it's all pranks, baby. Yeah. Um, but Devil's Night was a pretty big thing. Like the police were usually on high alert because I mean in that area, you know, you hear gunshots pretty frequently and people, you know, going out setting fires and wow. just you know just being hooligans. Like they they reference it in the the movie The Crow, which is you know loosely yeah. based in like in Detroit. Yeah. So like that's an actual thing. It's I think it's probably tapered off a little bit over the years, but and then you know you always had like the the satanic panic people that oh, I was yeah. like, oh, 
hey, we're <laughs> we're trying to put together a satanic panic episode, man. So oh. yeah. Yeah, nice. man. That was a thing. That was a real thing. That was a big thing yeah. for us when we were kids. We were right in the uh in the middle of it, in the thick of it in the uh in the eighties. Um when it was really, really taken off. And we were in uh, Oklahoma, you know, the buckle of the Bible Belt. And so, the Bible yeah. Belt? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It, was, uh, it, was, it was an interesting time, to say the least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. And we were just like, oh, oh, boy, I can't believe we were all so silly. But uh, get yeah. own for. A, d- a dungeon master's guide or yeah, something. Oh like yeah. That. Oh, that was the big one, man. You go straight to hell for that, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on, straight I've to hell. Had, I've had family members just like but I'm a paladin, mom. They <laughs> would, which is why I'm pretty against it. Because I mean, obviously, we have like elderly family members, and they'll try and like they'll tell our son, you're like, oh well, God created you, and he'll say that. I'm like. You know, no, me and mom created you just like and which I respect like people like they have different beliefs and that's fine. Yeah. But I don't believe in teaching your children that because they blindly follow what like if you get older and you make your own decisions, that's fine. Yeah. Like, but I don't I don't feel like you should be like technically indoctrinated to just believe one way. Think for yourself. Like I want you to. But we're on the uh, same page, man. I've had people, family members tell me. Uh, like, have you been saved? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, I just don't want you to wind up on the wrong side. And I'm like, the dark well, side. Well, I don't believe in that side. So, sure. Like, I'll maybe I'll wind up in Helheim. Like, yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm just like, I just try and live life and be a good person. And what happens, happens. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, as I was saying, that the we go, we would, me and my friends would hop on a city bus and you know head deeper downtown. And there is an old uh, Packard car company plant. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that manufacturer, mm. but the building was it's a huge factory and just abandoned. So we would go in there and just muck around, you know, like spray paint or, you know, throw shit around. It was being teenagers, you know, yeah. and just exploring it and we uh my one friend at the time like was pretty big into photography so he really liked to take pictures and edit them and stuff like that um you know it was surreal going in there because it was just like it looked like they everybody just walked out and it was like frozen in time almost because i mean obviously obviously a lot of the machinery machinery was cleared out but like there was still like there's like old abandoned like packard vehicles in there you know, just mm. rusting away. And I'm like, wow, this is insane. This is amazing. But there, along with that, like we found a room and if we, I mean, we like kind of nudged open the door and it's filled with shoes, like from different periods of time, just filled with shoes. And I'm like, this is a, this is an evidence drop off. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, because like, I mean, there, it, at one point in time, I mean, Detroit was like, you know, murder capital of the USA. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people, you know, the, the just within the, the city limits, there would be, uh, I think they, for, uh, it was a few years ago now, but they had over 500 something murders for the year. So, I mean, not all those are getting solved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
the police department can only do so much. I mean, hell, like, you know, it's not, I mean, when I applied for their department, it was like starting pay was $14. So it's not a lot of wiggle room to be wow. a fucking hero. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, there's just clothes and old shoes from old, like, 50s style to current and you know things like that chopped vehicles like new cars chopped um Mm. but the 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 main attraction that we found in this building was uh a hand grenade oh my god (laughs) and a lie a real hand grenade yeah like uh i guess i don't know what era would be from like 60s but maybe but it was like pineapple grenade wow you know mark ii fragmentation (laughs) blow your hand off grenade holy shit (laughs) Uh, so we see it where was it located was it like just out in the 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 open or was it in that the shoe room or what Oh, we didn't go into the shoe room. Fuck that. We just seen it. We had no way we were going in there. <laughs> the shoe room is the is the teeth room. Yeah, you got to go through the shoe room to get to the teeth. Ugh. We were on like the upper one of the upper floors. Um, and mind you, on these upper floors, there's like stairways that lead down to the lower pass because this is before you know they probably thought to put elevators in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it breaks off and it goes down so far the stairs are broken and then you just look down into this pit and it's just pitch black and I'm just like thinking there's bodies down there. Yeah. Like nobody's ever going to get down there and find them. Yeah. But anyway, we were coming across on one of these upper floors right before a big catwalk um that goes to the other part of the factory and there's just, you know, debris on the floor and things like that and we're just walking, we notice it and I'm kind of thinking, oh, it's like a paperweight. Mm-hmm. But we pick it up, and it's an actual fucking grenade. Like, it's got, like, the, you know, like, where you hold them, and then, yeah. like, you, it pops, like, the yeah, little pull the pin guy pops and... on. Yeah. But pin was busted and rusted inside of it. Oh. It had a pin in it, but it was, like, you pick it up, and you heard it, like... Now, mind you, we're teenage. We're, like, 15. So... <laughs> We pick it up and we're like, it's rusted to shit. And we're like, we shake. <laughs> That's a great idea. Oh, man. So we know shit about fuck. Like, we don't know anything. <laughs> and you just hear it just go thunk, 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 thunk. So we know it's real. Oh, my God. This isn't a paperweight. And. So, uh, so, what, so what do you do with it? You take it home. <laughs> you take it home. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's my favorite. Part. So my buddy just wound up having it in his, he had like a basement room and it was just sitting on top of one of his stereo speakers. And <laughs> Oh my God. Like we assumed it wasn't going to go off. Of course. It was hella old. But that would have been one for the books if, like, two teens killed and grenades. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, what? Oh, 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 man. Like, it was just mm. surreal almost to, like, find something like that, you know, because you always hear, like, you know, like, you know, shootings and things like that were pretty serious around yeah. that area. Like, it happened. And I'm like, dude, how the fuck did a grenade get here? Like, how do you lose it, for one? Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's like a... It's that's not, like a fallout drop, right? Yeah. Like you're like in an old factory and then there's like a grenade and an you know, energy weapon or something. <laughs> <You guys> just, 
loading into a fallout map but it's it's interesting that like because you know people smuggling arms and stuff like that in you know for like you know gang wars or whatever you want to you know whatever yeah. capacity but i'm like dude like some of you had grenades and shit this is intense yeah you can just go to your local store and get one yeah <laughs> yeah no kidding wow but yeah that that that's that was like our gren- our grenade story for that place. <laughs> one time we were in there and there's because people would scrap for copper because we've been in there a few times at this point and we heard noises and we th- we thought it was the police and we're like oh shit we're gonna get in trouble and then like we're starting to kind of get out of there and then like it was a guy scrapping copper and he's like oh you scared the shit out of me. I thought you were the police. Oh, like, man. <laughs> it was just like, damn. Oh, that's great. But it's, it was just weird, I guess. Because, I mean, as a kid, I had, like, no supervision. Because I had, like, no parents, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, just kind of was out doing life. Yeah. And it's just surreal to just, like, be in these desolate, like, forgotten areas of the city that nobody cared about and we look sketchy as hell because it's just we're just two white dudes with a backpack yeah like we look like (laughs) 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 oh that's great that's what you do when you're a kid you do dumb shit you know yes we yeah we used to go out and do um Around here, there'd be like old abandoned um, farmhouses that were like just decrepit and stuff. And so I remember there was a couple of years there in the summertime when you didn't have anything to do. And we would go out and just explore these old houses and like look in the walls and like in the cupboards and stuff. And sometimes you'd find some cool shit, like some really old newspapers and stuff from like way, way back. And But that's just what you do, you know, you just get in trouble. One time I was in Tennessee. um and I was taking a walk and we were up in the mountains kind of and or a holler. I don't know the technical terminology, <laughs> but I was taking a walk and I'm still a teenager at this point. And uh, there's like little ramshackled old houses from people that used to live, you know, in the hills. Yeah. And yeah. I like walked into one and I would never do that again. It was terrifying. Was it? I was like, this is this is some hills have eyes shit. Yeah. And I'm. I'm a city kid, so this was the first time I had ever been out into, like, the country. And there's, like, old phone books from, like, 19 fucking 50, 60 era. And I'm like, I was like, this is, and it's, like, starting to get dark. So, like, it's, like, dusk, mm. and it's gloomy and, like, picturesque horror movie. And I'm like, I I, I basically ran back up. <laughs> I was just like, I, I'm getting out. Odds are somebody probably still lived there too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It was just very like, you know, stay off the moors, like stick to the road, like yeah. Like, <laughs> I had a, don't. I, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, it's you talk about. You said it was Tennessee, yeah. where it's like you hear about all the the rules about what not to do in the woods in Appalachia or Appalachia. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, don't whistle. Like, don't like, like you said, like if it's getting sundown, you get back in. Yep. Don't yep. like, don't talk to people. Cause there might not be people like, yeah. Like yeah, mm. they say like, uh, or if you see, um, I'm told you're not supposed to actually say it, but like things that look human, but they're animals mm. or something. Oh. I think that's more native. Yeah. But like, I'm just, don't ever say it. Yeah. Don't, don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, 
that's not your mom. Close the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of folklore like that, where it's, it makes me wonder like how rooted in reality it is. Yeah. Like from, you know, back in the day, like, I mean, like there's no smoke without fire. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we were talking yeah, to, like we were talking to, the other day I have a friend of mine, we were talking about uh, religion and stuff and how different religions look at, um, like, look at like a, like a Jewish folks with, with pork, you know, they don't eat pork. It's not because it's, you know, it's, it was, it's unsan it was unsanitary to eat because a lot of the pork had worms back in the day, you know, like those things, they just become a thing over time. And I think a lot of that's true with folklore, you know, it's like there was a thing that they were trying to explain to people to not, you know, don't do this cause you'll be in harm's way or whatever. And then it becomes a religious thing. And, you know, over time it just takes on a different context, you know, cause you got to survive, you know? Oh yeah. But yeah. And it's, it, it's obviously there's an evolution, you know, especially with oral tradition, right. Where mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like the telephone game. Right. Yeah. But what's the what's the origin for you know some of the more out there things you know why 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 is the wendigo characterized by say it bro <laughs> <laughs> you know what you know it's it's a very similar archetype for a lot of these cryptids or a lot of these you know yeah characters in woods or national parks or you know even cities uh but you know, why, why that, like, why is that, why did that stick mm -hmm. and get passed on? It's like, well, there's gotta be some origin of truth in well, there, right? You like, sure. there, there's gotta be some logical origin. Well, then when you think about it, there's like, if you look at like my favorite history, I guess, of like folklore is like werewolves there or, you know, things like that. Yeah. There's different traces in cultures that would have not seen each other yeah that have like these same sort of experiences yeah you know yeah, so, so it's like, like the... it's interesting the at some point like okay well how do you know something about this and then these people on the other side of the world know something about this yeah and y'all ever met yeah at this point it's the original memes yeah <laughs> right yeah although with with wendigo you could argue that it probably started off as some kind of uh, a, a cautionary tale about cannibalism because yeah. you, a person becomes the Wendigo or when they become the Wendigo, they eat human meat and they crave human flesh. And so, you know, maybe somebody had a uh, mental imbalance or, um, you know, some kind of uh, ancient version of bath salts and, uh, you know, ate the face off of somebody else. Um, and, you know, they, that's, that's where they the origin of the Wendigo. Cause I'm, I'm, there was a recent story. Uh, I don't know exactly. I can't remember when exactly, but it's within the past 15, 20 years of a guy on a bus in Canada. He just gets on a bus and he starts attacking and killing and eating people on a bus mm. in Canada. And, you know, they're called, uh, they're talking about how, like he was a Wendigo killer or something like that. But it was just so bizarre. And obviously, you know, that behavior, we tend to try to explain it away. You know, we, we want to explain it away. So 
given the that today we use the scientific and psychology to break it down as like okay well that guy had some kind of uh you know mental imbalance or something but yeah. whereas somebody else would be well no he was possessed by the wendigo the yeah. spirit of the wendigo right you know so it's all, all about trying to really uh understand and, and put a framework around the things that we don't or can't understand so that we can carry on because if you can put a name on it you can put it in a place or putting if you know a note to it you know that helps us get past whatever that incident was you know collectively as a species so that we can yeah. move forward or you know and like Say okay, well, that happened because of this. That happened because of that. And that's part of you know as uh, as creatures are understanding how we live in time and you know and our concept of time and living in a time and going on. And that thought, I'm, I apologize. That thought just went really way around <laughs> and wandered off okay. with me. But uh, but still, yeah, that would. That would be the reason I think that you know you would get you get some of these things like Wendigos, and you get some of these weird um, conditions that are like physical conditions where people are like, oh, you know, that person is has these kind of fits and or they're acting like a dog or something like that, or maybe they have a lots of hair or whatever, or maybe they did get bit by a supernatural creature and have the ability to turn to a another type of cryptid right <laughs> it's it makes you wonder if like <clears throat> over time like if those things did exist but just through evolution and you know people killing like yeah. it just has been like weeded out yeah or if yeah, like yeah. there is like small sects of it left like they're just super top secret nobody hears about it right. yeah a lot like, of time to practice yeah. You know, like people right. go missing and then you're like well nobody's found them yeah that's why yeah yeah yeah, yeah we we've, well, speaking, yeah go ahead speaking of cryptids um i uh, you guys i heard that there was a project that you had um that are is this still a top secret project or are you willing to discuss it publicly no, we so back when back way back when we first started our podcast on one of the first couple episodes. What's the name we of the podcast, around. real quick, just so people uh, know? Yeah, uh, it's Super Dad Bros. Cool, cool. Yep. Uh, we had we had kind of like a pseudo prank project where we were trying to come up with a cryptid for our town. And so we were looking, you know, we had we had kind of Googled around, uh, try to see if there already was a cryptid. Um, and we were just kind of trying to get input for, you know, what 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 would a cryptid in, in, you know, western Nebraska look like or what would it be? I think we had we had like Possum Man. We had the, the Rohag. We had oh, the, the, like the ghost combine. Yeah, the ghost combine. <laughs> But just hear a faint horn in the distance. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but it, the row hag, she stalks the rose. Like, yeah. Don't get ca- caught out in the rose after dark. Like, <laughs> oh, I like that one, actually. What's that? I like that one, actually, the row hag. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense. It makes sense for it. And it so. calls to you, where's butter for my corn? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Stop! He's from Iowa. You're gonna scare him. <laughs> but, so yeah, yeah, we had that, and we're still 
we're still it, it's it's become a recurring joke, uh, like in our friend group and and kind of on the show. So we haven't really done anything with it yet, but there's there might be some Rohag sightings coming up, <laughs> coming up soon. It's almost nice. It's, it's been, it's the, the moon is full and the and the corn is tall. <laughs> <laughs> ears. So you gotta have to do something with bleeding ears, you know. There you go. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> really you turned up the factory. So what do you guys factory, what, yeah. what topics do you guys cover? Oh, we cover like everything. A little bit of everything. It's I I'd say it's mainly for so we started the show um because of kind of the COVID lockdown and a lot of our friends group, we couldn't really hang out. And, you know, when you, when you're able to kind of get together with your friends, like have a barbecue and you're all around the table and you're just kind of joking around, we, we, we wanted to recreate that for our friends group to include them if they couldn't hang out. Um, or, you know, they both, a couple of them had become new parents and they Mm -hmm. couldn't hang out as much. Um, or just folks that they wanted that type of interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they didn't have, you know, they didn't have that friends group. Cause yeah, we think like, cause we're both dads and like, we, like, we think about like the isolation as a parent you get sometimes because, you know, if yeah. you have friends that don't have kids or yeah. et cetera, like you sometimes lose out on going places or getting that kid free time. So we are like, you know, like if you're on your drive to work, you know, Monday morning, you know, just throw us on, hang out with us. Yeah, and, you know, we we go off on rants and tangents all the time. Oh, and yeah. it's kind of like most people will be like, oh, you know, we try to stay away from that. like that's our whole show. That's our whole. Yeah. And we just I mean, we have segments on the show like it, keep Libra sleep. We'll have like, you know, uh, you know, pick one to keep, you know, keep keep one on the side and then delete one. And we have like dad jokes and dad decisions, which is where we like. Yeah, we had so. Our, a good example, last last week's episode, um, our Keep Bleep and Sweep, which is a riff on F, Mary Kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, and that, you, yeah. Uh, it, it was the the battle of the proteins, uh, beef versus chicken versus pork, which protein will reign supreme? <laughs> and so we had, you know, our listener submissions, and they vote on it, and then we, we, uh, we tally them up, and then obviously we just talk smack about the ones that we don't agree with or nice. you know, like, yeah, you got to play by the rules. You can't bring seafood into this and then <laughs> get off on a tangent for half. Hour. But it's, it's, it's talk radio on bath salts. Yeah. yeah. We just, <laughs> great. Honestly, great. We just, yeah. Just talk about just like basically anything and everything. It's like, I think even in one of our, like, uh, uh, how we describe the show, like, you know, nothing's off the table. Uh, I mean, we we're kind of nerds, so we we'll talk about like new video games coming out, you know, movies or, nice. you know, if there's something hot going on, you know, we'll talk about it and <laughs> yeah. we'll do a hot take like which in one of the early episodes it was my hot take was, you know, like pineapple does belong on pizza. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. OK, that's it controversial. Most we recently got was Dane Cook mad. isn't funny. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's to the point now where we've got like running jokes now which is weird to think of that it's you know from these recurring like i i mentioned that i dislike arby's a while back (laughs) and people will just cannot let that go yeah and so now it's almost like well now i gotta hate them like yeah 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 yeah. was uh (laughs) well we had a guest one of our friends uh church 
Uh, we call him that because he looks like Eric Church. But <laughs> uh, we it's had the him most on, Midwest and we were name ever. I think uh, the uh, it was what would you rather fight? Like it was a oh god bear. No, it, no, it was a no, cougar. it was da- it was a dad decision. It's like if you had to fight one, would you rather fight an alligator or uh, a or cougar. A cougar? And he was like, well, cougars won't attack you unless they're you know protecting their cubs i was like bullshit they'll stalk you like cats stalk you and then yeah. he was talking about how like female lionesses don't do the hunting and well, like you are biologically <laughs> wrong dog and, and like, it's just like you can't oh he's like you can't control a gator's mouth and i was like the hell it's like they that's can't literally oh. what you're supposed to do it's got like just went off the rails it was and, so good and that's on that's that's kind of what our uh, our niche yeah our shtick has gotten to Great. where it's like all right send us tell us what you're tell us what you think about you know would you rather do this or or i just would what you, what's your out of pocket and i like it opinion on yeah. something it's yeah. nice cuz like whenever you come to one of our episodes uh, it's a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Like, so we just, if you don't like one thing, you wait 10 minutes, there's going to be something that's probably in your wheelhouse. Or even if you don't like that episode, next episode, it's probably going to have something in your wheelhouse. Nice. Uh, so it's, it's been a lot of fun and we enjoy doing it. That's cool. And likewise, I, I don't, I don't mean to, you know, compliment you heavily just cause I'm not saying this cause I'm on your show right now, but that's, that's what I liked about, you know, uh, about coming onto this. And that's why I got excited. Cause it's, so many different people from different walks of life. And like you said, it, it's, it's every, everybody is their own box of chocolates. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we never, yeah. Going we started out with a, with, um, uh, an idea of what we wanted it to be. And it's kind of grown into be, you know, a pretty broad spectrum. And we have a lot of different people's on, we like to get into, um, just, just depending on the topic, but, we, we we talk we we talk about a lot of different stuff and um and we like to geek out on like you know the universe or you know spirituality or you know all all kinds of stuff ghosts and you know and it's not that um it's not that we necessarily believe everything that we hear but we like to be we we like to have conversations with people with different experiences and and just step into their shoes for a little bit you know, that, that, that's why we started it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. We like to hear good stories by the people who lived them and, you know, and we, and as we've said from day one, everybody's got at least one good story and some of them are the weird stories. And those are the, that's the open door. That's the door you can open up to get to anything else because, when you do talk about that stuff, that's the type of story that's going to lead into conversations that are, you know, organic that will flow and will go in anywhere. It could end up with rants or it could be, you know, you start talking about, uh, you know, clown dick pics and then talking about, <laughs> that you shit know. had me rolling. I was like, they did what with their dick? Yeah. Like a top hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I just thought of like those little finger puppets that you get at yeah. the stores. Yeah. You put one on just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you guys been doing it for? Since, uh, since last November. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Great. We're coming up on, we've been, we record weekly. So we, nice. uh, we're on episode 25 tonight. We're recording tonight. Oh, good for and you guys, we drop, man. We drop, nice. uh, every Monday and then we're just about to start doing, 
uh, bonus episodes for our Patreon subscribers. Sweet. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah. man. We're going to rant about uh, Halloween Halloween kills yeah. tonight. Yeah. Nice. We try to Just, rip it apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, spoiler alert, I hated that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. That's great. We appreciate you guys coming on. And where can everybody get a hold of you? Like, do you have your Instagram, email, um, all your podcast info? Where can people follow you and get in touch? Yeah, yeah. Um, on Facebook, we've got our own page for the show, uh, Super Dad Bros Podcast. Um, we also have a Facebook group for listeners, and that's honestly where the the inside jokes and everybody comes to actually hang out. That's a uh, noop posting in OOP posting. Um, we've also got um, our G- Gmail, uh, Super Dad Bros Podcast at Gmail. Cool. Yep. And uh, we have a, a link tree um, just to basically get any any form of social media um we're on a strong majority of podcast platforms um we're basically everywhere you listen uh, i think one of our our main ones that people listen to which is which is where i listen to everything is spotify yeah yeah uh, yep. we are on patreon as well yep so yeah we're pretty much everywhere and right. it's our numbers are growing which has been fun to watch it's kind of it's kind of it's interesting to to take that step out there and it's like, I you know what, we're just kinda ranting to our like friends group and then it picks up and I think we're we're at a couple hundred people in our great our new new posting and then we've got about seven hundred ish people on Facebook now, I think. Yeah. And it's like I'm just hanging out with my brother and yeah. <laughs> ranting about pizza. Like yeah. that, that's it awesome. One of the end games where i mean it's like we really want to just like connect with other people and like kind of grow this little the show of ours yeah. and just the people that's important man and especially we live in a, a, a society now that when they want to close everybody wants to close themselves off and sort of live in a in a in a bubble you know and and only listen to people that you know they agree yeah. with and um I think it's important to step outside of that and you know have conversations with people that uh you know that aren't you don't know anything about them and um, find out a little bit more about them and their take on life and things like that. It's important to have conversation. It's a good thing you guys are doing it, man. Just keep, keep, keep doing it. And hopefully this helps you guys. Hopefully you guys get a couple of, you know, listens from our, our folks and subscribers and help, help pass it along, you know? Yeah. We've talked about that. Thank you both. Yeah. Yeah. About like, uh, you don't have to agree with somebody to just listen and, be courteous about yeah. certain things. Yeah, I like, guarantee you're going to learn something. You, yeah. you can learn something from everybody. Yeah. Yes. I want to, but there's something to learn. Yeah. Exactly. Even if it's you don't like their position on something, <laughs> you still have a civilized conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That that art is you know something that we need to recultivate as a culture. So. Yep. Definitely. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on, man. Yeah, you, yes, thank you. You were. Uh, we loved your stories, and uh, we love your. Yes. We love your angle on things. Yes. 
So we're looking for a little help from our friends. We need you, our loyal listeners, to help us spread the word about the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Just go to your current podcast provider, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, YouTube. We're just about everywhere. Hit the subscribe button, download the podcast, give us a thumbs up, hit the like button, give us the highest rating you can, and give us a review. The What's Your Weird Story podcast is a community effort. Without our friends and listeners, it wouldn't be possible to do what we do. So please, help us out by spreading the word. Always good to talk to a couple of guys that are in the same world as we Mm -hmm. are and trying to... uh, you know, do their thing and uh, great stories. We appreciate them coming on so much, and uh, we appreciate them having time to spend with us and uh, tell the world all about their weird and interesting lives. Yeah, man, it's always fun to talk to uh, fellow podcasters and hear about their shows and how they're how they are similar and different at the same time. Like you know, theirs is basically an excuse to hang out and ours is amongst other things our show is an excuse for us to be able to hang out yeah you know at least once or maybe twice a week you know definitely which has been incredible because we went for years without being able to you know hang out and it's like you know we're both i i I, i'm not a huge big phone person you know yeah me neither man you know and so i know that we know that we've we would go times where we'd talk on the phone for a while, but like we're face to face people, yeah, you know? Yeah. And if it's not that, okay, I'll send you a text. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. But I would yeah. much rather see you even yeah. through the digital True. means, yes. see your face and hang out. And that's why, you know, I'm yeah. feeling like you're really there. So that's the one aspect of technology of the 21st century that we're really into. Yeah, man. But uh, just, yeah. Having, hanging out yeah. with the dudes, with your bros, and, and, yes. and just, you know, sharing that as their podcast. And, yeah, it's, and it's keeping that alive, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that old, you know, that old uh, idea of sharing stories around a campfire. And the reason why podcasting has become so big is because people are really wanting that. They're craving that. And, you know, there was, mm-hmm. there was a reason why people used to, you know, gather around their radios way back in the day and, or even, you know, at family gatherings where you would, you know, sit around and listen to people tell stories. I can remember some of the, my, my best memories as, as a child, just listening to the stories and, um, it's yeah. important and it's great that people do this with no expectations other than putting out episodes yeah, just putting out content. Zach's story about finding the grenade in the factory. Oh my god! Uh, and then just you know taking it home. That just seems like such a thing that your dad would have done. Yeah, probably. Uh, yes. Or possibly still would yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. You know, that's a something a young guy does. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's just crazy to think about now. You're like, why would I have ever done that? You know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just uh, the whole situation. I mean, it yeah. sounds really fun and, and 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 in a way romantic to you know go out and explore and you know find a, a big urban factory and yeah, kicking around it and exploring it, finding the bottomless pit full of maybe bodies. 
you know yep. um although you know really that should have been they should have pulled the plug and tossed that thing in there but then again who knows they could have brought the whole place down oh on top my of, god can you imagine uh jeez dude um <laughs> uh, and or then, if it came up, it was just bodies and it just body parts just started yeah. flying. Oh, oh Lord! <laughs> All the things that could have gone wrong. That's um, great. And then they take it home and, and basically use it as a paperweight <laughs> on top of a stereo speaker. That's a great idea. <laughs> oh, what could go wrong? Oh man! Crispy's Crispy's ghost. Uh, the condominium. With all, that's just you know. Yeah. Some creep, creepy stuff going yeah, on there. Man. Dude. Yeah, for sure. But sure. an excellent way to get out of a lease early, for sure. Oh, 100%. You know, those, <laughs> those old, um, I, we just went over to the East Coast, and those old cemeteries, there's there's something creepy going on there in a very cool way, as far as, mm-hmm. it just something draws you to those places. To see the headstones, um, it's really, really fascinating. We we don't have anything quite that old around here, Um but over there, there just seems to be a lot of those really old cemeteries. And I can only imagine having a piece of property that was, you know, right there and you have something that built on it. I mean, there's going to be some weird shit that goes down. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, uh, a lot of our uh, European listeners are just kind of giggling at the fact that we're like, oh, 250, 300 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So old, <laughs> yeah, I you know. know. I know. But, uh, hey, know. We, you know. We do what we can. Yeah, uh, that's that's our experience of old. So that's, yeah, right. But, uh, that's right. That's um, right. You know, you know. There, I, I saw a thing the other day, and it was a guy that goes around to a bunch of different pubs over over in Europe, over in the UK, and he was God. There was one from like the 1500s that he went into. That yeah, it's literally like the same. I mean, not the exact same, but it's like the right. same wall, the walls and the everything, the wood and everything is still there. And it's like, how everything's a little bit cockeyed, you know, the floors are sloped, mm-hmm. everything's a little bit yep. jaggedy and rickety, but so cool, man. So cool. Different, Different world, man. Yeah. That, But that's our world, you know, yeah. as, as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so before we wander off too far into history, thanks again to uh, the Super Dad Bros, for joining us here on the podcast and uh, for sharing those cool stories. Um, you know, one of those uh, teenage stories that we were asking about uh, last week, and we're going to ask about this week again, you know, if you've got any of those crazy uh, teenage stories, stuff that you can't believe you got away with, or you can't believe that you done, you, you'd done then, but certainly wouldn't do now. You, we, we love hearing those stuff. I mean, you Absolutely. know, we've told quite a few of our own here i'm sure there's quite a few that we know about each other but we're not going to share for you know uh well barry's married so it doesn't really Le- matter yeah. so. we'll, we'll call it legal <laughs> reasons okay <laughs> but uh but yeah we'd love to hear those crazy teenage adventures those fun summertime stories or something crazy happened at like summer camp or something like that we just you know we we just want to hear all your fun stories uh all your 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 weird unusual job stories like uh you know our, our clown hypnodom uh and uh general rabbit friend rabbit last week uh any you know we obviously we want to hear the spooky stuff we want to hear about bigfoot and the, about aliens and about ghosts and ouija boards and 
missing time yes. and yes you know all the good stuff but you know that we don't limit weird doesn't limit itself in our universe in weirdsville to just that kind of bizarre it also is anything that's fun any good story that's going to work for us we love to hear it we love talking to you guys always we we, we love weirdsville being so supportive uh we've got all sorts of cool stuff coming up for you very soon but you know we just we, we want to hear from you so if you got some of those teenage stories or you've got some stories from the satanic panic we're looking for more stories for uh write-ins or call-ins or something similar of that nature reports of that nature for that future special episode uh we were um hoping for maybe that was going to be our fourth but we may hold on to that for halloween but we want to hear your stories that's the basic of it you know that uh send them to us at wywspod at gmail.com uh or you can, through the uh facebook page you can message us through there or through our personal facebook pages that's fine uh on our social media outlets Instagram, Twitter, whatever. I think that's basically it. But, yeah, you can contact us through there. Uh, and, you know, set up a time or just email your stories. You know, we, we, we want to talk to you guys uh, because you're what makes the, the podcast go and grow and, and not blow. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, come back to us next week when we're speaking to Johnny G. And Johnny G has got a tale to tell. Yeah, it's uh, that we've never had anything like this. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting one. Yes, yes. And also a parental warning if uh, you're so inclined. Um, So, yeah, join us next week. Until then, we will uh, always love you. I'm not going to sing. But be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.